Okay, here we go. We're back again. How's it going, guys? Oh, not too bad at all. Loving life. All loving life. Yeah, all good. Uh, it feels like ages since we all sat down and had our, our Surface and Tech podcast chat. Um, mm. Definitely missed you guys. It's, been... it's <laughs> yeah, my virtual just therapy like the session with week. you guys. <laughs> and I think as well what adds to it is that there's been so much news that's come out over the last couple of weeks. Um, especially about gaming, which we're going to be really sort of laying into today. Um, but, but before we get started, um, let's just see who we've got uh, joining us today. So it's all the usual faces. Up there at the top, we've got Ali. How's it going, man? Oh, not too bad at all. If we're going to do our normal weather report, as, um, <laughs> as we do every week, um, it's been absolutely horrible. Uh, one, second, <laughs> one second, the weather's gorgeous, and then next second, we're having hail and flooding. And that's yeah. all within a few hours, so. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's the time of the year because it's exactly <laughs> the same here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly the same here. And then we've got Jet. How's it going, Jet? Yeah, good. Thanks, Luke. Uh, we're we're much nicer here. It's been sunny all week. Twenty eight degrees yesterday, and it's supposed to continue. Wow. So we're already in the mode. Yeah, you're only just into spring, and you're hitting the high twenties. During weather. And then um, we have Nessa. How's it going, Nessa? Awesome. I'm just a little bit down south from Jet. But yeah, it's been like high 20s. It's been nice. I've got a hoodie on because the aircon's blasting in the office. And we're going to bunker down and talk. And I, I love that we all got the memo. We're all in our Xbox gear. I love that. Um, oh, yeah. Got to trust us to match. <laughs> um, but yeah, how's, how's things in the old NZ? Oh, uh, it's going good. It's going all good. Weather wise, like I said, it's just been. It's just so windy. I don't know how a, a place can get so windy, but um, yeah. Apart from that, it's been pretty good. Spirits are pretty high. Um, yeah, everyone's uh, everyone's feeling feeling all right. Looking forward to spring. Looking forward to summer. Um, yeah, I've been out in stores this week. Everyone's talking about Xbox and um, you know big console launches. So that's what we're going to be talking about this week. We're going to keep it all gaming, keep it all Xbox, um, because you know there's been some huge announcements um, which we're going to yeah dive into later on. But first, um, I think it would be really good if we're going to be talking about where we are currently in the whole state of gaming. If we talk about where we came from, because you don't know where you're going unless you think about where you came from, right? So um, what I want to do, that's for, for our topic of the week, our question of the week. Let's just get some conversation going about, um, I want to know your guys' kind of history of gaming. Like, where did you come from? What were your first consoles? Um, what games were you playing when you first got into gaming? Um, let's start with uh, with Ali. Tell us your story, man. Mm. That that would be the original Xbox. Uh, I actually got pre. I got into gaming quite late, uh, probably eight nine ish, and it was the original Xbox after the 360 had come out. I remember going to Toys R Us when they still existed. Oh wow! Um, yeah, <laughs> going to Toys R Us, and it was an Xbox with like five games and it came with like the Thrustmaster steering wheel and pedals as well uh, and it came I remember there were two games which I just played non-stop Halo 2 great game still yeah. love it to bits today and um, Forza absolutely loved oh, yeah. it there so they were my first games especially um, Halo 2 I can remember many many hours of yelling at my brothers and them yelling back at me of get off the Xbox no I'm staying and you know all that <laughs> stuff um yeah. one game i would really like to see remastered uh the simpsons hit and run i'm not sure if you guys have oh, ever yeah. played it before yep. that's oh, such a classic game, game. Yeah. It, it, absolute <laughs> classic i remember buying it used from game 
if you remember when they still existed um yeah. and oh i put so many hours into that game yeah. so that would be the game i'd want remastered and that's, that's like it sums up my childhood anyway i haven't thought yeah. of that game in a good 10 years <laughs> yeah I, I can't that was like that game's like just buried in my deep memory in, somewhere like you've just brought depths. it back up like i completely forgot yeah. about it <laughs> well done 10 points for Ali. yeah just for that that epic trip down memory lane <laughs> yeah how about you jet uh tell us your story yeah so i started a little bit earlier than ali so my first console was the nintendo 64 uh, in the really bright green see-through uh, oh, console. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, back when you Mario Kart 64, that was it. You just yeah. played that all day long. Uh, <laughs> when I was in that game. Um, yeah, so that was that was like where I got hooked on it. And then I went down a little bit of the early PlayStation route and then ended up jumping over to Xbox with the 360 being the first Xbox I ever played. And I've never looked back. Yeah, I love the titles. The controller got me. I just love the big controller. Yeah. Um, so I switched over and I went through a NBA uh, and FIFA of that <laughs> sort of route, which I'm sure everyone's yeah, yeah, <laughs> stuck on those for a little bit. Yeah. Yep, that used to be my thing. Every year, just had to get the new games. That was it. Yeah. Don't worry about any yeah. other game. Money um, so I did them for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I was thinking about like what sort of games I wanted, would like to be remastered. I thought I'd go for something super different that probably no one's played. Um, there was a game that was on 360 called Carrier Command, and it was very, very weird. And the graphics were average, but essentially, you commanded a uh, aircraft carrier, and you had uh, like AI planes and tanks and stuff that could like roll out of it, and you could control them all. And the game, like the mechanics, were just brilliant. I loved it. I played it so many times, yeah. um, and I would just love if it would be remastered, get some new 4K textures in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's what I'd love. That's what I've never heard of that game. So what what was the kind of idea behind it? Like what was the what was the goal of it? So you had so you had a carrier and there was this enemy carrier. So there's a story and multiplayer. Okay. Um, and all of these islands. And so you'd have to go to the island and capture it, which did have all its defenses. So you've got to coordinate your different like planes and, <laughs> or your yeah, planes and tanks and work that all out. Um, yeah. And you had to then when you captured it, you could turn it into a production island or a manufacturing island to either build you more tanks as they blow up inevitably okay. <laughs> um, or um, yeah generate more more coins so you could buy better upgrades and oh you, it's just you could play for hours it was so yeah good. i bet i bet yeah that's no, good 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 answer um how about you Nessa? Ooh, do, I... do you have some good answers for us yeah so i similar to jet i had a nintendo gamecube um, oh, yeah. GameCube, the, the purple thing, um, and what I remember playing on it was Naruto, because I had um, I was over in Japan when I was younger, and I had two cousins who were the same age as me, and that's all they would play. So that's all I remember is the the purple GameCube and playing Naruto. But like, if I had to, if I wanted to bring a, a back a game or a game type that I used to play heaps was you know, Just Dance or Sing Star or something like that that like I'm desperate <laughs> for right now in like, you know, in the semi-lockdown quarantine, you know, trying not yeah. to go outdoors kind of thing. It's just like if I could have like a built-in kara- like karaoke set or a dance mat at home, like I'd do it 100% right now. Um, yeah. And, you know, with... Um, with you know ai and stuff the way that it is i imagine it would probably be even brutal when it comes to you know testing your scores of how how much you can get pitched because i think it was 
a bit more favorable in the past. Yeah. Right now it's just sort of like, you're terrible. I would imagine, but I'd be keen on doing that. And then it would probably be heaps of fun to watch a bunch of people just like sing karaoke on streaming websites and stuff like that. Um, But I think all of your ideas and like wish lists are awesome. I still can't get over the fact that I kept Simpsons buried away somewhere deep inside my brain. Um, But Luke, what was your walk down memory lane? I'm interested to hear yours. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I might, I'm kind of realizing, I think I'm a little bit older than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back a little bit further. My um, my first console was a Sega Mega Drive. Um, yeah. And the I was just like really kind of like racking my brain trying to remember uh, what games I was playing on and stuff. The one that really stood out, I had a Micro Machine, like Micro Machines 96, I think it was called. Yeah. And the, yeah. uh, the really cool thing about it was the Mega Drive was two console, uh, two controller. Two Sorry, controller I just console. realized that. <laughs> but the um, the uh, the cartridge had um, like another two ports, so you could play four player. And it was like the first, I think it was the first time you could do it for uh, on the Mega Drive. And it was like the most kind of, you know, um, kind of like Stone Age game. It was just like bird's eye view, just these little like 2D cars like racing around. but. Yeah, I was a fun for like a six-year-old me. Oh yeah. Um, then uh, yeah, then we went to um, what? We, yeah, then then PlayStation. Um, there was a game called Metal Gear. Uh, it was Metal Gear Solid VR missions, mm-hmm. uh, which were like kind of one-off, um, kind of like tactical missions, which I loved. And then um, Left 4 Dead on Xbox 360 has uh, got to be um, like Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2. Um, with just two games that me and my mates back home just got so into, it was like it was the only game we were playing for ages. Um, I actually know that one of my mates who I used to play it with listens to this podcast because I send it to him every time we release it. So, <laughs> shout out to Dave because I know he's going to be listening. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, thanks for the, thanks for the good times on Left 4 Dead. But, um, no, good, yeah, awesome, awesome answers, guys. Um, I just yeah, I miss. I can't get over that hit and run thing. <laughs> <laughs> it really does it's feel really like good. therapy this week, going back into nostalgia. Um, so. <laughs> but I love it. We've all got very different responses. Um, but like, even if you didn't have a games console, like I think like now I'm like playing six hours on Minesweeper just on the PC. Like everyone's got like their their nostalgia game story, whether or not it's like playing in an arcade pinball machine or playing Pong or whatever it is. Um, mm. It's awesome to see where we started and where we are now that we can play games with yeah. our phones. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. And uh, I mean, that's that's a great segue into our next segment. <laughs> um, this week we're going to be uh, for our under the surface segment. Our resident tech tester Jet is going to be taking a look at um, Xbox game streaming on um, on your phone, right? So yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, why don't you give us a quick rundown and then we'll, we'll jump over to the video and check it out. Yeah, cool. So uh, if, if you haven't already heard, xCloud is uh, coming around, coming coming out. Um, it's already out in 22 countries and hopefully we'll have it in Australia soon, uh, where the idea is that you can play Xbox games on your phone or tablet, which means you can play it anywhere you want to play it as long as you've got an internet connection. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have that here, as I said. So we have the next best thing, which is called game streaming, which means that you can actually, instead of running your game on a supercomputer, which is how xCloud works, uh, you actually run it on your Xbox sitting at home. Uh, so you get the same experience, you just do it a different way. And um, yeah, that's what that's what the video is all about. Just uh, how, how cool that is. That you can just game anywhere. Uh, proper AAA titles, not just phone games, which 
some are quite good some are not so good um but yeah being able to do that anywhere and how that's kind of going to change game awesome yeah that's um that's cut away and let's go and check it out hey it's jet from under the surface this week we're going to be looking at game streaming let's get started As we alluded to in the last Under the Surface, XCloud will be releasing soon. And in fact, it's already released in 22 countries around the world. The sad news is, is that Australia is not one of those 22 countries. Uh, if you don't know what XCloud is, it's essentially the ability to play Xbox games on a range of devices like your phone or tablet. And the whole system is powered by the Azure network. Uh, if you don't know what Azure is, check out our Under the Surface uh, previous episode because that's where we actually go through that and explain what it is and how cool it is. So in Australia, we don't have xCloud right now, but we do have a really, really cool feature that's in beta by Xbox called Game Streaming. And it works in a similar way that allows you to play Xbox games on your phone or tablet. But instead of running on Azure, you actually run the games off your Xbox at home, which is actually really, really cool for a number of reasons. It means that you can try it today for starters, uh, but it also means that your Xbox is already set up at home. So you just get to log in and you get to start playing games, which is really, really cool. And so in this video, we're actually going to go through how to set that up, what it looks like, and what are some of the benefits of this game streaming uh, in preparation for xCloud coming hopefully soon. Uh, or maybe you'll just prefer to use game streaming because it is really, really good, much better than I ever expected. Uh, so let's get into it. Okay, so the first thing that you need to do is you actually have to get your Xbox set up for this, which means joining something called Xbox Insider. So to do this on your Xbox, you first need to go to the store. Once in the store, you search for Xbox Insider. It should come up relatively quickly. So you just need to download and install this app. Once you're into the app, the first screen you'll see will show you all the information about the Insider program. Uh, you should be aware that the Insider program is a beta program, so you're actually inside with Xbox, um, giving them support and feedback as they develop new tools and features, which is really, really cool. So the first the thing that you're looking for is the Xbox update preview. So in the preview, this is where you click in and you can hit join and it'll actually make you a part of the update preview. And as a part of this is the game streaming feature. So once your Xbox is set up, you now actually need to get your controller set up. So you plug the controller into the Xbox and you can update it through the accessories app. Um, it's really, really easy. You just need to get it up to date. Uh, the other requirement is that the controller needs to be Bluetooth enabled. So Xbox has two controllers through the Xbox One series. Um, we'll put up an image that shows what you're looking for. It's very easy to tell the difference. Um, and then once you've got that Bluetooth controller and you've got it set up, you're ready to set up game streaming. Okay, so now we need to set up game streaming on your phone or tablet. Now at the moment game streaming will only work on Android, um, so if you've got an Android device, you're ready to go. So you need to go to the Play Store, in the Play Store search for game streaming, it will come up with the game streaming app which you can just download like every other app. Once the app is downloaded, you can open it up and you need to log in with the exact same account that you use on your Xbox so that it can all link together. It'll actually show you that xCloud is there and so this will be the app that you'll be able to use when xCloud is available but we're just looking for game streaming. When you get the game streaming up your Xbox should pop up and it'll ask you to pair a controller. This is when you just pair up your Xbox controller 
and you'll actually be ready to go. Hitting connect on the screen will turn on your Xbox at home. So if you are away, you can do this remotely and it will get you ready to go. So now let's have some fun. Okay. So when the app boots up, it'll boot into your Xbox home screen. So from here, you can play games, you can check the settings, you can download things just like you would from home. Now you can play any games that are already downloaded onto your Xbox, or if you've got the disc in, you can play that game as well. It brings a whole new meaning to features like Game Pass because they're all digital games. You'll be able to open them on the fly, on the go, and play them without having to change the disc, which you can't do when you're many, many kilometers away. I was amazed at how well the games run on my phone. Now, in Australia, we don't have the most amazing internet connections in the world. However, I was running it on my 4G phone and I do have a pretty good MBN connection at home and it was pretty great. Like you can play games and it feels like you're playing the game. There's not this jittering and stuttering. Um, it is in preview, so occasionally the app would freeze up and you just have to restart it and then you keep going, which is great. Um, I don't know if I would play this online multiplayer, but for single player where you're just running directly on the Xbox, it's a fantastic experience. I felt really comfortable playing games like Forza where I'm just racing around and it feels like you're turning every corner the same as when you're on your Xbox at home, which is amazing. Games like Minecraft where if it does lag a little bit, not that it really does, uh, it doesn't matter. You can still play the game, so you still get a really great experience. Um, when I played this on the train and other moving places, I found that it just wasn't, this connection wasn't as stable as I'd like it to be. And so I did find that those were the periods where I'd have the most amount of issues. But if you're just at the office or at uni or wherever else where you've got a really good stable connection, it's a really, really good experience. And all you have to take with you is just a controller in your phone. So it's really compact, it's easy to take everywhere, and it's a fantastic experience. So I hope this gets you excited for game streaming and xCloud that hopefully will come to Australia soon. It's really, really far along. I thought it would be a much worse experience at the moment, just with internet connections, but to Xbox's credit, it is very, very smooth. It's easy to just pick up and play. Uh, the setup is relatively easy. Like there's a couple of steps, but it's not that much. So I'm really excited to see where this takes Xbox. So being able to remove yourself from the TV and just play games anywhere you want changes the way that you interact with games. It means that if you are sitting on the train, you can be playing a high-end AAA title like Forza or Halo and have a really, really good experience, which means that the game is no longer about this just at-home setting. It's just about when you want to play games, which I think is fantastic. Um, and I cannot wait to see where goes how amazing is game streaming now let's head back to the podcast and see what the guys think about it all right man good job um yeah that was another great under the surface video from jet um i know we've all got questions for you um i'm the first one that's just kind of occurred to me as we were watching um i noticed you were playing a lot of uh, like game pass titles uh so is this something that's um only kind of restricted to, to digital games uh, yes, unless you've got a friend sitting at home that wants to change the disc for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, because yeah, obviously you can't change the disc if you're out and about. Um, hmm. So you can like you can still play the game if the disc is in. So whatever game you leave in there, if that's your favorite game, you can play that. Otherwise, you're going to be looking at digital games, which you can just go out and buy a lot of digital games, but it might be a bit pricey. So Game Pass is the way to go, and that's what I use mostly because then I just have a library, ton of games. 
Um, there's always something on there that even if I'm, I want to play a game that I have on disc, there's something close that I can play on Game Pass that gets me that like scratches that itch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I think it's mm. awesome. Yeah. Just that how to be able to just kind of play from anywhere. Um, you know, like it kind of makes sense. Like if you if you've got that game that you've uh, you're paying for Game Pass or you've you paid for it to download onto your console, it seems only fair that you should be able to play it whenever you want, regardless of where you are. Right? Right. So, exactly. Um, how about you? Uh, how about you, Ali? Did you have any uh, any questions? Yeah. Um, the, the main one I had was regarding the actual connection. Uh, how stable did you was your connection when you played, and how was the general experience? Like, could you use a mobile hotspot? Or is it? Do you need something a bit more stable like Wi-Fi? Uh, so I, I, my setup that I used at home, I have uh, fiber to the premises MBN. I'm very lucky, um, and we have the highest 100 megabits. So I'm kind of the best case scenario for internet at home. Mm. Um, and then on my phone, I just use 4G. So that was sometimes really really great. Sometimes the 4G connection wasn't great, but I could still play the game. The only time that I found that I'd have issues is if it dropped back to 3G, which I wanted to play at a ton on the train where there's a lot of dead spots. So every time I hit a dead stop, dead spot, everything stops. And you know, okay, got to reset. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was amazed at how, like, how smooth it was with an average connection. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think that my phone has anything special. Um, it was just, yeah, standard 4G. I checked the speed every time. It was like average. Sometimes it would go down to like 10 or 15 megabits a second. Um, and you can, yeah, still have a great experience. Uh, and on the website, when Xbox advertises this, they say that you can have like, I think it's 20 megabits at home and you only need like 10 or something when you're out and about. And I believe uh-huh. that, like, you don't need a lot to have a pretty great experience. Mm. Um, it's just, you have to have signal. And that was my my only issue when I wanted to play it on the train. You've got to have a signal. Um, I actually had a mate test this as well with a 5G modem and he had an unbelievable experience the entire time. He said, never dropped out. Everything was like amazing. And so where's more phones and more devices come out with that, like uh, Samsung's new devices, which are actually designed with Game Pass and game streaming in mind, um, they're all going to be ready for 5G. Mm-hmm. So I think it's already ready to move forward, but it also works with the tech we have now, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Love that. Um, Question for you. Um, We just put a lot of numbers out there in terms of like speeds and feeds and all of that stuff. If I'm like a parent and just like, okay, I got an Xbox. What does this mean for me? Like, when would you use it? How easy is it to set up like to that non-gamer that may have a phone, an Xbox and a kid that wants to play Xbox games in the car? Like, what does that mean for them? Right? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, setup is relatively easy, and I go through that in the video a little bit. Um, there are definitely more detailed videos that will literally take you through second by second if you want to go through the whole process. Um, I do say it in the video, and I will emphasize it. It is a beta feature, mm-hmm. so there can sometimes be bugs, and you have to be prepared to reset your Xbox, which isn't hard. It's just it's the, the price you pay for being on the cutting edge. Um, it's definitely the easiest beta I've ever joined. Download an app, click join, and it does the rest. Um, and then as for the device, you just need an Android phone um, that's somewhat recent with a good connection. You need a, a Xbox controller that has Bluetooth, which uh, if you bought your Xbox in the last few years, you've already got sitting at home. Uh, so the, the parts that you need aren't very hard to get. And then you can use it anywhere. So like if you're a parent with a child and they want to play it, car trip. As long as, and most roads have pretty great internet, 
they can sit in the back seat and play Xbox and they would be happy with that. Mm -hmm. And because they're playing Xbox, you get all the same benefits than playing at home. So things like you can limit their screen time, you can limit what type of games they're playing. So if you only want to allow G games or PG games, you can you can limit all that sort of stuff. And you don't have to reset that up. It's already set up because they're playing the Xbox at home. Uh, for people maybe a little bit older, like myself, it's anywhere. Like I was on a lunch break and I'm like, I've been itching to play this game. I can just play it. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to wait till I get home. I can just pull out my phone and play it, which was awesome. Um, I got hooked on, I've been hooked on like Forza, all the Forza games recently. Um, and I was like on the train home and I didn't really want to watch a movie. I didn't want to work. I just want a game and I could, I could just do it. And I just love that it like broke down that barrier that it's not like gaming's a at home thing. It's a, no, gaming is a thing when you just want it. Mm -hmm. You just want to switch off when you want to relax, you can do it. And that's, that's really what I love about it that, yeah, you can just do it from anywhere, which is really cool. Yeah. Especially if I personally, you, like I have always t taken a console with me on a family holiday to plug into the TV at the hotel. Like now I'm thinking about like, you know, you can, if you don't have your console, then you can stream straight to your PC, straight to your phone, like all of that stuff. Like you don't need anything except for what's in your pocket. And I think each week we sort of talk about like how easy people have it now. And I'm like, oh, that's one less thing we need to pack. I know that um, our team, Steve and AP, regularly whenever they have to, when we did fly around places, they would bring their Xbox because they would spend quite a lot of time in hotels and stuff. And they would bring their console to be able to play together. Like the fact that you can, like you don't need to do that like now or you don't have to pack it for a family trip or something like that mm. like that's pretty awesome um and i loved the video i mean i had a little sneak peek because i was filming in the background um but it was really really easy and i was impressed that you were able to do a lot of that on 4g like i witnessed it i was there um it, it's pretty cool so thanks for sharing man. yeah good i will yeah. add something if that's all right yeah because i didn't get to do it in the video but so i showed heaps of gameplay on your phone which is awesome don't get me wrong uh, pretty much every phone these days can plug into a TV. Mm -hmm. So, you, especially USB C, you just get the same adapter as your computer and you can plug it into a screen, which means that you can actually have an Xbox like experience in a hotel on the go. You can plug your phone into a TV, use your normal Bluetooth wireless controller, um, and be playing it on a TV. And yeah, honestly, awesome. if you didn't see the phone was there, just feels like an xbox experience yeah which that's yeah really and i have done that a few times it's it's pretty awesome when you can just rock <laughs> over to a hotel and have your full <laughs> xbox there in your pocket and then your friends are like who what is this magic <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's i've never thought about that before that's really cool that is really really cool yeah thanks jet thanks oh, for once thanks. again enlightening us Okay, guys, moving on. Um, I think there's something we definitely need to talk about if we're doing a gaming episode. It's going to have to be the two huge announcements from Xbox that have come out recently. Um, and that is the two new consoles, the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S. Um, Jet, you are uh, the, the biggest gamer here, I, I think. Um, so um, why don't you tell us all about it? I know you've been really excited. You've been um, in the queue for pre-orders and uh, yeah, reading all about it. So. Um, yeah, unleash your knowledge. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So yeah, massive announcements this year, and it's been a long time since we've had new consoles. Seven years, which is just ridiculous. Um, it just, I can't believe it goes that quickly. Seven years, yeah. wow. Um, so two brand new consoles coming for Xbox, as you said, the Series X and the Series S, and they're going to follow the same lineup system as the One. So the X being the premium console, and the S being more the uh, more family friendly, just casual gamer. Uh, they both have a ton of really, really cool features. 
things like smart delivery. So if you already own games that are going to get upgraded, you don't have to pay anything. Uh, quick resume, which means that you can be playing five different games and just cut in and out of them. You don't have to wait for things to load back up, which is just insane. Yeah, um, cool. They all have fast SSDs, which is awesome. So the games are going to load really quick if you do have to load in. Uh, and something that kind of hasn't been mentioned a lot, but the new Xbox Velocity architecture uh, means that games won't take up as much room. So both consoles okay. are going to have all this sort of stuff, which is really, really powerful, really cool. Uh, the main differences between the two consoles. The Series X is for your power gamer. It's the guy that wants the, or guy or girl, that want the absolute best experience. Um, you're talking 4K gaming at 120 hertz, which is just phenomenal. Um, that used to be a dream for PC gamers, and now it's just going to be a box in your living room, and you can have that sort of experience, Crazy. which is really, really cool. Uh, the S is just a little bit lower resolution. So 1440p, 120 hertz, which for the casual gamer is going to be awesome as well. Um, you've got one terabyte of SSD storage in the X and 512 in the S, which mm. I actually really like because the X, you're probably going to be gaming a lot if you're going to spend that, that larger investment. Um, and so you're going to have more games. In the S, you're probably not playing as many games. So you probably don't need as much storage either, which is great because it means that they can price them really well. So the X is going to be $749 or $46 per month on the Xbox All Access, which means that it'll include Game Pass for you, which is really, really awesome. Yeah. Uh, and the Series S is going to be $499, $500 for a next-gen console, which is just yeah. insane, uh, or $33 a month for 24 months, and that includes your Game Pass, which for a console, the S doesn't have a disk drive. Uh, Game Pass is going to be the best way to play games on there, and you can buy them all together, which is never been never had that sort of option before so that's really really cool yeah and uh something talking about uh storage uh something that's really cool that i saw was there's now um kind of specially built uh the with uh the uh, seagate expansion packs as well yeah. that just like, kind of slot right in the back then it's really smooth like really nicely designed um so yeah you're gonna be able to expand that storage pretty easily as well uh which is going to be really handy for um yeah downloading games um and keep you know storing anything else that you're storing on your on your Xbox. Um, we also have, and um, we talked about it in a couple of episodes um, ago. We have some new games coming out as well for um, for the Series X. Um, do you have anything, Jet, that you're really kind of looking forward to? Any games you're really looking oh, forward to? Cyberpunk's pretty high on the list. I'm sure it is for a lot of people. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I've been keeping an eye on that. I've got to get, watch the latest trailer because they keep releasing more information. Um, hmm. But yeah, Keanu Reeves fan from John Wick uh, <laughs> in a great game. It's about tech. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, very excited for that. Can't wait to get my hands on that. Yeah, awesome. What about you, uh, Luke? What are you interested in? Um, I'm gonna have to say Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Um, yep. Just because uh, yeah, it's looking like the trailer is just looking really epic. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be that's definitely gonna be up there. Um, but yeah, I think. Just, do you know what I've just really enjoyed about this whole kind of thing is just like the hype around everything and like everyone was just so excited like everyone out in the stores everyone on the um like on blogs and online everyone's just really excited and I think it's been really well received as well um a lot of positive stuff being said about the about the launches everyone's really looking forward to it um how about you Ali have you been been keeping up to date anything you're excited about look let's be honest we're we've all we're all waiting for cyberpunk I think all four of us here, that's what we're looking forward to more than anything. Um, Halo Infinite. I'm, I'm, I, I've been a lifelong Halo fan, um, so I'm keen to get into Halo Infinite. Um, but I, uh, 
I'm trying to keep myself mellow about it. So I don't get too excited and go out and spend almost a thousand dollars in just games and consoles right away because I can't <laughs> afford that at the moment. I'm still in I got to work up to it. So I'm trying to keep myself mellow, but deep down, I'm I'm, I'm really really excited. yeah, yeah. Um, you're really excited. Can yeah. I? So like, I, I always imagine gamers as these like patient types generally because <laughs> the fact that you like you usually play one game and that one game for that session right it would probably take ages to load up whether or not you're a pc or a or a console player um and the games that you would play generally weren't ones that like required multitasking but like i'm excited for the user experience with these next gen consoles like one that you're able mm. to play like higher like crazy games and then be able to switch between them if you're a parent that you know is often dealing with kids that are switching between three different games like that on a you know a next gen console is just going to be like no problem start right up like the user experience we're also like gamers are demanding more from their consoles and from the experience, the fact that we've thought about like, you know, making sure that the architecture and the system responds to the needs of today, not just yep. it looks amazing, but it's gonna run the way that you want it to run. Maybe not today, but like, you're probably gonna get to that stage in a couple mm. years time because, you know, seven years between consoles, these are big decisions that, you know, people might not be making a decision to, you know, get on the pre-sale and grab a device tomorrow, but they, they might be making that decision in two years time. And mm. that's sort of what I'm excited about. All the games are awesome. Overcooked 2, um, I mm. think when they, they did a, um, a, a, a little thing. All the kids' games I'm really excited for because I'm just like, you know me. <laughs> I love turning your brains off and playing a kid game. Yeah. But like the user experience, like that's what I'm excited for. Um, mm. Especially when people are now like... Maybe they were PC and console, like, or, or they were one or the other. Like, this is like a really cool, like, like I think everyone's thinking about what their next gen console purchase is gonna mm. be, and the fact that they're delivering on like some crazy things is awesome for the gaming community and everyone at large, really. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think. It's funny that you. It's funny that you mentioned like PC <laughs> gamers. Um, and, like Xbox, because I used to be a bit of a PC gamer and feature on xbox where you can turn it on because it's it's on the instant instant yeah. on like it, it goes into sleep mode and just click on a game and it takes up where you left off mm -hmm. changed mm -hmm. everything for me i'm, yeah. I'm yeah. too busy to be waiting for games if i have to wait <laughs> five minutes for the game to start every you're, time i'm in there you're too busy uh, to be waiting for a game <laughs> i'm too busy um, but yeah the quote of the podcast. i've got 10 minutes to play a game i'm not spending five <laughs> waiting for it to load um, yeah. <laughs> Do you know who being able I to am? Just... <laughs> um, yeah, being able to just click into it and play a game is cool. And now they've just ramped that up and gone, mm. well, pick your five favorite games and any one of those is going to load up instantly and play it. Mm. Um, it, yeah. it changes the way you actually play games. Now I will just be able to go, I want to play this. I have five minutes and I can play that game for five minutes. I don't mm. have to go, well, I'm not going to have enough time which that as you said it's, it's really powerful that sort of stuff not just the great hardware and the the games that are going to come out that are going to look amazing it's how you actually engage with the mm. game like and engage with the console and yeah those sorts of features taking up less room on the console so like i've got external hard drives plugged into mine just so i can have all my games and if they're going to take up less room i'm not going to need all this extra stuff that's fantastic it just means the yeah. experience is so much better mm. yeah i think it's um that's a really good point actually because 
Uh, one thing I've noticed is it looks like um, Xbox is really kind of doubling down on that user experience in like in just so many ways. So um, yeah, like we, we've talked about being able to pick up games where you left off. Um, but then when we look at Game Pass as well, it's like, okay, we're going to give you games on demand for this real you know nice price every month. Uh, so we're not only giving you like an awesome console that's going to give you a great experience, we're also giving you great content. And then, um, you know, how can we make that uh, that service even better? Well, we'll, we'll um, you know, make sure that we've got all those studios that we're backing that are, are making great content for our service as well. So it's kind of across the whole board. It's, you know, everything's being looked after. Everything's being thought about to, to make sure that the customers are getting the best experience at every contact with Can I also add there it. as well, like like a total Microsoft drinking the Kool-Aid, but like thinking about like family safety and like, you know, um, the integration from like that app to like being able to content moderate like the games and stuff that your kids are playing like when it comes to like across the board holistically thinking about the experience as well like I know I've been speaking for about family safety a lot but like we talk about like the, the moments where we need to unwind and relax but we also need to think about like security and all that stuff like I love how like we're holistically looking at it from a Microsoft perspective and that yeah. we have the, the tools for people to unwind to be secure to be productive to just do all of it um, which is pretty awesome. And I love that we get to chat yeah. about it because I, I always get to like, you know, get little tidbits from you guys and um, it's, it's a good old time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as well, I think um, talking about making that experience really good. Another thing that's really important for gamers is, um, you know, hardware and that kind of third party accessories as well. Um, another big announcement that came out at the same time of, as the uh, announcement of the Series X and Series S um, around that time was that um, there's a new, well, first of all, there's a new logo, a new label for um, third-party accessories that are licensed for Xbox, um, but also um, like a huge list of companies that um, have been kind of licensed to to make those accessories. Some real surprising ones there as well. I was looking through um, a list of all of them and just checking out, because there were a few on there that I hadn't heard of. I mean, there was like Razer, everyone's heard of Razer, everyone's heard of Logitech. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were, there were a few on there that I hadn't heard about before and I just kind of checked them out. Um, one that I thought was really cool, um, this company called Geek Made Designs. And uh, they kind of uh, marry two things that I'm, I kind of feel quite passionately about, which is gaming and woodwork. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically they make like, um, so these like really nice kind of like handmade uh, like wooden things for for like uh, like I guess like props for your uh, to put your controller on. So it's just like uh. nice sort of aesthetically pleasing little thing to um, you know put your controllers on and you can like put your headphones on, put your headset on. Um, I thought that was really nice. Um, that's kind of like coming at it from a different angle. Um, we have Bang and Olufsen, which is. Um, obviously a huge uh, audio company um i really like that they're going to be bringing some um bringing some like kind of premium like some premium looking kind of uh, uh hardware and stuff to that to that market uh, was there anything out there that you guys checked out and thought was really interesting the stuff from geek made like as you said it's it's very very cool it's definitely not what i expected when i when you, like, <laughs> you look at partnered with xbox all you think is just oh really cool headsets and like maybe a new controller and they're awesome so i that's kind of on my wish list i think i'll be getting one of those yeah um (laughs) i just love the amount of people that have jumped on board like they're massive names like HyperX, corsair razor as you said um like these are big name people and then there's companies like rack solutions which they make 
server racks. So I have no idea what they're going to be doing with the Xbox. But yeah. like, it's just they're just cool people that are going to be working with us, um, which I think is really awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like Autobox was on the one that stood out to me because I always choose Autobox phone cases. Um, but mm. like, I think what this list does for me is solidify like the Xbox commitment to like the community, right? The fact that like third party accessories, like I hate it when a brand comes out with something and it's just first party accessories and you have to rely on that. Like the commitment to making sure it's expandable and you know, that it's gonna grow as you know, this console is probably gonna be around for another like five to seven years again, like if it follows the same trajectory as normal consoles, that that commitment is awesome and the list and how diverse it is while still having the main names like Logitech, Steel Series, Corsair, like that's important. But then diversifying and adding things like wood fixtures. Like I have a headphone like holder for my desk. Like if I can get something like that that's like a lovely wood grain, like I'm totally down for that aesthetic. Um so <laughs> if you see that yeah. link it to me please Luke. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like great birthday presents, I think. Yeah. I'm just gonna throw that yeah. out there. Mine's coming yeah. up soon. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you, Ali? Was there anything there that really kind of stood out for you? you can be rushing really... out to buy. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that really stood out to me and I really appreciate is they're they're not just focusing on um gamers specifically. Mm. So uh people like Bang Olufsen and, and like uh lucid sound they're 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 focusing on other people in the technology space who may be more using the xbox as a you know a media pc almost just something that sits under the tv in the living room something to watch 4k content you know listen music that sort of thing i appreciate that they're partnering with people who aren't generally associated with gaming but still in the technology space and it kind of broadens the horizons of this device is not just for games it's for mm. anyone who's you know involved and interested in technology and that's why i appreciate i, I appreciate that it's diversified past that niche mm. Love that. yeah that's really good that's really good um i think moving on from um some great hardware conversation to uh games so um, actually, just yesterday, um, when we, you know, going on the, the day that, so it's uh, Wednesday today, I think it was yesterday, um, there was a huge announcement that, um, that, that came out from, uh, from Xbox that um, they've acquired uh, Bethesda, uh, they've or acquired the parent company of Bethesda Zenimax. So um, this, is, this is absolutely huge. I don't think anybody was expecting this. Um, it, it was absolutely exploded all over uh, tech review sites and it was all over Twitter and everybody was talking about it. Um, so Ali, I know that you've been kind of looking into this. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell us all about it? <laughs> well, um, so basically Microsoft has acquired Zenivax Media, which is um, the game publisher behind Bethesda Studio Works. And, yeah, just a whole bunch of different, um, you know, game game development companies mm. and like titles like Fallout, Doom, like really big and very, very popular and, and just very well polished games mm. um, that, you know, are well renowned and critically acclaimed. I mean, Fallout 3 is on the list of games that were developed. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, it the list just goes on and on. And honestly, mm. here and now, this is extremely exciting. 
but I'm more looking to the future in two or three years time when we start seeing the full effect of the merger and these and their first party games developed for um, Game Pass mm. that will be very very interesting because yeah. these are well-renowned studios who are known to you know release very high quality games I mean Wolfenstein games the mm. the, the you Classics. know Exactly. The original, <laughs> the originals were old, extremely popular, and the remakes extremely popular. I absolutely loved them. Um, mm. Same thing with Doom. The Doom, the 2016 Doom, and the Doom Eternal that just came out. Great, great fun games. Very well um, acclaimed. Very well polished. Um, mm. Yeah. In two years' time, when we see the full effect of this merger, is where I'm really excited for. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I for think sure. Microsoft has done. I think acquisitions are always like a bit you know, here and there, like, and they're always like a surprise and like, what a crazy week of gaming news. Like, I think when everyone got that news <laughs> yesterday, it was like, ah, what's happening? Um, I think, yeah, Minecraft blowing up a few years after Mojang's like acquisition um, by Microsoft. Like, I think um, what Microsoft has done in the gaming space has been really smart, really strategic and really mm. true to the original point, which is making games that people love. Um, and I think, yeah, in a couple of years time, we're going to see the output of that with some crazy, um, awesome titles, which I'm excited yeah. for. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, like everyone just absorbing that news, um, crazy week of all gaming related news yeah. in the it's world right yeah it's been really good it's really exciting i think that uh yeah that acquisition was kind of the icing on a on a crazy cake mm. <laughs> <laughs> crazy gaming news cake uh yeah it's, it's been really good um and i think there was um just one little extra thing also ea play coming to game pass so um that means we're gonna have titles like um sims <laughs> I think Sims 4 comes under EA Play. Um, and a couple of others that I can't think of off the top of my head right now. The girls um, are going to be so happy. We're going to play oh, FIFA, game. of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, FIFA, of course. Um, yeah, and like they're huge titles to have coming to Game Pass. Um, so are you, are you looking forward to this yet? You, you nodding away like you're, you know, you're, you're, this oh, is definitely I'm a excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to save money. I've yes. been paying for EA Access for months and like I love it because there's so many great titles in there and then they're like don't have to pay for it anymore we're just going to include it for yeah. you oh so good um, yeah the biggest thing that like when I was looking at this and I was thinking about it before I love that Microsoft keeps adding value to services mm -hmm. so like a few months ago now we had Microsoft 365 launch and we got all of these new features and they went we're not going to touch the price though just have mm. more stuff and yeah, yeah. so now we have Game Pass they're not, they're not increasing the price here. They're just going, have more stuff. Here, have yeah. EA, uh, EA Play. It's now part of the service. We have now brought in Bethesda, which like everyone has been asking for Xbox exclusives. Xbox has gone, okay, let's get some more games on there. And mm. they bring in these sorts of partners. Like I, I love that Microsoft or Xbox, they listen and they go, this is what you want. Okay, let, let's just add that in there. And mm. it's not about charging you more. It's just about having a great experience. I want yeah. to play more games. All right, we'll give you more games. Let's just mm. do that. And partnering yeah. with big names like EA to go, let's let's put them in there. They've got a great catalog. That's that's a really good partnership that we can create and then add all of this value. FIFA, Sims, uh, NHL's in there. You've got mm. Titanfall games are in there. Like there's some massive titles and they're just going to be there that you're already paying for it. Here's more stuff. 
It's value. just, yeah. I, I really love it. I really love mm. it. Couldn't have said it better myself. I don't feel like same price, more value, like all of that stuff. I think, yeah, just yeah. give the people what they want, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, awesome, guys. I think we're going to wrap it up there. It's been a, a great chat about everything Xbox, everything gaming. Um, it's been good to hear you guys' points of view. Um, for anyone out there that's listening, um, remember if you're in the, you know, if you're one of the retail guys listening in to find out about all the new uh, Xbox news, uh, remember to head over to Expert Zone. That's where um, we've got all the accreditations up there, all the courses, all the articles where you're going to be able to keep up to date with all this Xbox news and everything else uh, related to Microsoft. Um, from everyone at the Surfacing Tech Podcast. Um, we'll see you guys all uh, on the next episode. Uh, take it easy, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.